twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll take a look at how radios are incorporated into a few common outdoor activities, including camping, hiking, and hunting. We'll identify what radio features would be important for participants in these activities and make a few recommendations on the best radios for use in these type of activities. We will also review the Motorola MR350R VP two-way radio and take some questions from folks in the forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source for two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. So, let's say we're going on a camping trip or we're taking a hike in the woods. It seems that having a two-way radio would come in handy on such an excursion. Can we use just any radio, or are there types of radios that are better suited for outdoor activities like these? Well, Rick, uh, you're right. Two-way radios are great to have if you're camping or hunting or, or hiking. Radios are really invaluable for these types of activities, and a lot of consumer radios were really designed with these types of activities in mind. But some are better than others, obviously. We're going to look at what features are most important to have on a radio for these types of outdoor activities. Camping, hiking, hunting, all these activities take place outdoors, in the woods, in various types of terrain. And because of this, range and power of the radio is important. You need a radio that's going to transmit very, very far because you never know how far apart members of your party are going to be. And even if you're close, there may be a a hill or a a lot of woods and things like that in between members of your party that can cut down on the signal. And a weaker or less powerful radio, the signal's just not going to go as far. You, You want to make sure that if you're in the woods, if you're camping, can always get in touch with members of your party. So the most important thing is to get a high-powered radio. A two to five watt consumer radio is going to be best. Another important feature are uh, weather alerts. All these activities take place outside and if you're in the middle of summer there could be thunderstorms, there could be rainstorms. You, you need to be able to keep abreast of the weather situation and being able to flip your radio into weather mode and check out the, the latest weather from your, your NOAA tower is important, and I would say it's a must-have. So look for a radio with at least weather channel support. A lot of the higher-end radios also support weather alerts, uh, which sort of takes it a step further, but at least get weather channels on your radio because then, as needed, you can tune in and, and see what's going on. Support for standard AA or AAA batteries is also important. If you're in the woods, you're not going to be anywhere near an electrical outlet. 
So if your batteries die on your radio, you're not going to be able to charge it more times than not. So it's important to be able to put regular AA or AAA batteries into your radio for power if your regular batteries die. So definitely look for that. Weather resistance is something else to look for. You want a radio that's going to withstand at least a light rain or maybe a drop in a mud puddle or something like that and not die on you. Maybe some mud, just outright mud. Exactly. You you never know what's going to happen to these radios if you take them on a camping. They're definitely going to be on the ground. Um, you can count on that, especially if you have kids. You never know. You know They're probably going to be dropped. You need a little bit of durability out of the product. So there you go. Yeah, if you get attacked by a bear or something, you'll make sure they can make <laughs> Need more than a radio. That, need more than a radio. That segues us over to uh, hunting, which uh, if you're hunting, you have a couple of um, extra requirements. Headsets being the, the primary. If you're hunting, the last thing you want is a sound coming out of your radio, scaring away whatever it is you're trying to hunt. So, Unless it's a bear. <laughs> Unless it's a bear. We're going to scare that bear away. (laughs) Unless you're hunting bear. Yeah. I don't know. Can you hunt bear? I guess so. I'm hunting wabbit. (laughs) (laughs) But it's important to, if you're using radios for hunting, you need a radio that supports headset use. And before you buy your radio, look around and decide what kind of headset you want. You might find that the headset style you prefer isn't available for some manufacturers. So buy everything at once or at least know what kind of headset you're going for if you're going to upgrade to that in the future so that you're sure to get radios that are compatible with the headset that that you need. A lot of manufacturers also make camouflage radios, which seems to be a big hit with hunters. So um, camo is also available and uh, popular with hunters, so that may be something you'd want to look for. Definitely not a requirement, but an option. Anything you guys uh, want to add? Well, I could turn this into the camo episode, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a, not a whole lot, I guess we could say about uh, camo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't think of anything, anything <laughs> else a to blank. hit on uh, camo. <laughs> Just drawing a blank on camo, okay. Um, well, maybe I could talk about some of the, the models that fit the scenarios that we were talking about here. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is the Midland GXT-1000 VP4. We, we reviewed this radio on episode one of the two-way radio show, and um, it's a very powerful radio. I'd say the most powerful consumer-grade radio that we sell, and also has very good water resistance. It's um, JIS-4 certified, which means it can handle a good degree of water resistance. And there is a camo version available, the GXT 1050 VP4. That GXT 1000 goes for $69. The camo version goes for $79. The Motorola MR350R is uh, another radio that would probably work very well for this scenario. It's not quite as powerful as the GXT 1000, but it does have some features the GXT 1000 doesn't that could come in handy in these outdoor activities. There's a built-in flashlight, a small LED flashlight, but yeah. it's, it's for being be a, a small, it's, it's, it does put off uh, quite a bit of light. It's, uh, I mean, how much 
lighter. I mean, it's not going to be a search and rescue flashlight, but if you well, drop comes your, in handy. If, if you drop the woods. Your, if you drop your keys in a you know on the ground and it's dark outside, it'll find your keys. Yeah, it's it's not going to replace the standard flashlight. You're probably going to want to bring with you if you're camping at, at night anyway. But the batteries die on that one. Or if you know you get away from camp and you've only got your radio with you, you forgot your flashlight, it'd probably lead you back to your camp. In case like that, I think I'd rather have the radio with me than just a flashlight. And if I'm going to forget something, probably better the flashlight than the radio. I agree with you there, Rick. This radio also has a USB charging port. This doesn't do you a lot of good if you don't have a computer, but a lot of times vehicles will have a USB port built in. So if you're somewhere near your car and you have a USB power cord for charging a cell phone or something like that, you could use it to charge this radio in a pinch. I've, I've seen a lot of, I don't mean to interrupt you, I've seen a lot of campers as of recently, they sell a, uh, it's a power box. Um, a lot of people carry them in the trunk of the car if they get a dead battery, things like that. A lot of times they'll have a flashlight on them. I've seen some that actually have a USB port on it for, yeah. for whatever reason. If not, they usually have will have a DC power, you know, cigarette lighter type style plug on it, which you can typically, and I know we sell them, but it's a it's an adapter. You plug into that, and it's got a just a three way adapter. You got a USB and then two two extra DCs. Which if you use something like that, definitely would come in handy with that USB port. This radio also has some emergency functionality. There's a a big red emergency button right on top of this radio. And what it is intended for is if there's a a man down type situation where the way it was explained to me, if, if you're a hunter in a tree stand and you happen to fall out and break your leg or something, you could push this button on your radio. Even though you can't move, this button is going to make, send out a signal to all the other radios that are of the same type like if other members of your group also have mr350s they'll see this emergency signal the volume on all those radios will automatically be raised to the maximum and your radio will go into vox mode which means hands-free whatever you say for 30 seconds will be transmitted at full volume to all the other members of your party Hopefully you won't have to use that functionality, but it is a, a it's nice, nice to have. have. Yeah, yeah. I mean that can be a great feature, um, especially when you're out there uh, in, in the middle of nowhere. Um, the only thing is, is that what what if you you can't move? <laughs> you can't press the button. <laughs> you're kind of out of luck there. I, I can't think of everything. It's it. <laughs> uh, let's just it's hope there it's, if you can press the button. If you have to break something, better leg than an arm, I guess. Huh? Um, let's hope you, nobody breaks anything. We're sort of, yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't break the radio. scenarios yeah. here. Let's <laughs> <laughs> there, there's also a uh, different version of the MR350, the MR356R. That is a camo value pack of this radio that includes two um, headsets with boom mics. So if you're a hunter, that may be the best choice for you because you get everything in one pack. You get a camo radio with headsets and everything's right there the last radio i'd like to mention is the motorola t9680r same uh, or s-a-m-e this radio puts an emphasis on the weather alerts or weather abilities instead of just a standard weather radio or weather alert radio it supports a system called s-a-m-e i don't have it in front of me right now what that stands for but 
Well, I was just going to ask you, what does it stand for? Please don't, because I, I'm not sure right off. But what it allows you to do is is narrow your weather alerts down essentially to a zip code-sized area. When you first set up your radios, you can put in a code that corresponds to the area where you're going to be, and you'll only get alerts for that specific area. Now, normally a NOAA tower or weather tower is going to cover a very large area that's several counties, probably. And weather that affects one place may not necessarily affect another. So the um, SAME type alerts will give you some very specific information. There's also alerts that go out over that system that are not just weather related. For example, amber alerts. I have a same radio and uh, I've had Amber Alerts mm-hmm. um, come over. That's pretty cool. There's, yeah. there's like 60-plus yeah. warnings that it's capable of picking up uh, on top of the weather, the the, the child abductions, and, and so on and so forth. Danger, Will Robinson. Aliens approaching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the 9680 has the same power that the MR350 does, but it's missing some of those extra uh, bonus-type features like the flashlight, the USB port, and, and the emergency functions. But... If uh, the weather is really important to you, give give that radio a look. And it sells for $59, the same price as the MR350. So these three radios, the Midland uh, GXT1000 VP4, the Motorola MR350R, and the Motorola T9680R, pretty much your picks for yeah, the best radios to take out in the field? Those the are the three that running? come to mind. And I picked those because they all support double-A batteries. Cobra has some nice models as well but that I think would probably work great, but I didn't mention a Cobra because they use lithium batteries, and you can't use a double-A AA or triple-A in those radios. Uniden has a weatherproof model, a fully waterproof model, actually, that would have been on this list, but it's got the same issue. It doesn't support double or triple-A batteries, so I think that's an important enough feature. So, yeah, these are the radios I'd recommend. They're, they're high-powered, they support weather, and they support standard battery types. Now, here's a question for you. Before I go out on a camping trip or a hunting trip, would I want to put standard batteries in there before I leave, or would I want to start off with the rechargeables and then, then switch over? I mean, which ones are going to give me the best What I would recommend is you fully charge the radios before you bring them out. Why waste a set of AA batteries? Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you five or six bucks probably or, or more when you don't have to. So okay. take the radios out. If you're not using them a lot, they, they may last the entire trip just on the rechargeables, and you can save your double A's or AAA's for later. You definitely want to use those double A's, triple A's as a last resort. They, oh, okay. they will drain a lot quicker by using those. So I, would, I definitely would just use the, the supplied rechargeables with it, and then if you, if you get in a pinch, then you got your double A AA or triple A capabilities there. So slap them in, and you'll be good to go. So you say overall the rechargeables really have uh, a longer battery life out there? No, I've, uh, or, or it's about the same. Or double and triple A batteries, alkaline batteries will get more battery life than um, the included rechargeable batteries. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, what I've heard is about seventy-five to a hundred percent more life. Now, uh, that's on a charge compared to a regular double A AA or triple A battery running from fresh out of the pack to being completely dead. 
obviously over the life of the battery you can recharge the nickel metal hydrides repeatedly but well, this is good stuff to know it's good to know well motorola just released a new consumer radio the motorola mr350 rvp what's our take on it well stick around because that's coming up next on the two-way radio show Searching for two-way radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we have a review of the new MR350R VP radio from Motorola. New uh, MR350R VPs um, are basically a, a, it's it's your the same radio as the standard MR350s. They do great sound quality on them. You know, you get 2 watts of, of transmit power. You get your your flashlight, the LED flashlight, your emergency alerts, USB charging. They've kind of added the little value pack, the VP of that uh, item number. Uh, they're throwing in a couple headsets for you. Uh, they're throwing in a, uh, a lot of these radios have face plates on them. Typically, you'll see a silver face plate, a red face plate, whatever. They've kind of taken a step further and, and added a, uh, a fancy wood grain finish. Yeah, the old town and country uh, station wagon. Yes, very, uh, <laughs> very, very uh, stylish, but uh, great little radio for you know, your camping needs, your uh, uh, going to the the theme parks, things like that. I've seen the radio, and and it actually looks pretty nice. You would think that a wood grain on a radio would look kind of like, eh, you know, but it actually looks uh, pretty cool. It, it's 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 a nice it's a nice look. I think you need to. It is a neat look, but I think you, me, I don't care what it looks like. If it's, I want it to work. I want to be able to. If I hit that transmit button, I want you to be able to hear me. So. Yeah, but you know, looks can be important too. Sometimes, if you're walking around, you don't want to walk. Tell me, would you want to be walking out uh, if you're hunting out in the woods uh, with with the guys uh, carrying around a pink, uh, you know, if my little work. pony radio or something? If I, it works, <laughs> you know, I don't know that you want to do that. But <laughs> but uh, so, I'll say you know. it is a photogenic radio. I've seen the images yeah. that that we have up on our website, and um, they turned out great. It, it, they did. I was surprised when I first heard that it was going to be a wood grain radio or you know have a wood grain look to it uh, i thought oh gee you know that's that's going to be cheesy um but but i saw it and um it, it really doesn't look that much like wood greens it's you know the, the color really yeah, stands from, out but it's really it's really nice it's really it's really it looks more like radio. the wood grain in your cars now on your dashes yeah. and steering wheels it's 
It's yeah. uh, more of that same From a look few to feet it. away, it looks kind of like a, a dark brown color. Yeah, yeah. It's actually the tractor radio. So it's easy to use and to adjust the settings on, pretty much. Oh, yeah. It's uh, very, very simple. Of course, your channels 1 through 2 are already preset with the GMRS, FRS frequencies, and then uh, the menu. Uh, you go through the menu, and it's very simple to use. You can change your privacy codes or eliminator codes. You can. You know, I'd probably say Motorola's menu and, and settings is probably the best of, of no all doubt. the consumer radio manufacturers. I know... Midland can be a, a little confusing to, to do a few things. Motorola is, is um, fairly straightforward. There's certain things where you may need to manual to figure out what uh, what means what. Things like turning the Roger beep on or off. But Well, you know, another thing I thought was pretty neat about this radio is that uh, some of the other... I mean, this is, as you said, it was it's basically part of the MR350 series, pretty much, like yeah, the other really, radios. Really, th- this is a MR350 radio with a different faceplate and with a package including headsets and a vehicle charger. Yeah, see, that's what I liked about it is that the, the other radios, they had the USB port on it, so you could you could uh, interface it and charge it up that way. But this one actually includes the 12-volt car charger with right. a mini USB port, so you can actually charge it in the car, which I think is, is very cool. I think you're right. I, I like that feature a lot. And uh, the car charger attaches directly to the radio, we have some Midlands that included car charger, and the car adapter has to be plugged into the, the two-pocket charger. Mm-hmm. Kind of inconvenient sometimes to find a place in your vehicle to sit that charger so that it doesn't flop around. On these Motorola's with the DC adapter attaching directly to the radio, it's a little more convenient. I like that better. Yeah, well, you know, we had a, a question from a forum member in the two-way radio forum, uh, twowayradioforums.com, a while back, and he was looking for a radio that he could charge in the car while he was going and he was having a hard time doing it. I mean, this is this is the solution right here. Right. We actually tested the radio. Right? We did. We, took it out. we were, in our, our test course, we were consistently getting about a mile or so of range out of this radio. Now, at that mile, we were seeing communications would, would degrade a little. And over a mile, we weren't able to get uh, a whole lot. But that's sort of what you would expect out of this type of radio. At closer range, half a mile and in, the sound clarity on this radio is very, very good. Liked it a lot. So shorter range communications, half mile, you're going to love this radio. Half mile to a mile, it'll get the job done. Good price. What's the price range on the radio? I believe it's seventy nine ninety nine. It's seventy nine ninety nine. All right, <laughs> not a bad deal for uh, no. headsets, car adapter, and and two radios. Actually, it's a. I think it's a pretty good bargain. Well, it's time to move on to our Q and A segment here on the Two Way Radio Show. We have some questions from members of our forums. The first one comes from uh, Dougman. He says, uh, "I have a couple of business radios that." work was getting rid of and i'm wondering if i can use them at home uh the model is a vertex standard vx160u he says i have seen notes about programming radios to different frequencies but not sure if this is possible with these units and are worth my time and money he says his total investment so far is zero dollars in the radios so uh, he asks are these radios worth the time to poke around with or should i just drop them on ebay and see what they bring <laughs> 
Well, those radios, uh, it's a discontinued model that um, we sold for a long time, and it's a very good radio. If he's concerned about compatibility, he can talk to us, and we can help him get these radios programmed to GMRS frequencies so that um, he can talk to others with consumer radios and maybe make those radios a little more useful. If he just got them from a, his business, they may be programmed to business frequencies, and that may using them may cause interference with other people or, or uh, other issues. So I would definitely recommend that he get them programmed to, to something uh, a little more standard that, uh, that he can use. And if he needs help with that, he can call us. We can definitely program those radios and help him out. Great. Uh, the next question comes from Winnetou. And Winnetou uh, writes, Hello, does anyone know if the XLT TM200MT throat mic is compatible with the Cobra MT975 radio? The MT975 uses a 2.5 millimeter jack. That particular XLT item is a, uh, the MT stands for Motorola Talkabout. It's going to be a single pin connector. What you run into is this. Uh, the Cobra is also a one pin connector, but both of them two and a half millimeter. What you run into is the spacing. I have tested them before, um, Motorola earpieces on Cobras. They will work. It does take some playing with. I've found that you have to push it in all the way and then you've got to actually pull it out just a hair when it's working it's great but if you're riding a four-wheeler or just standard walking it's a possibility that that's going to be get pushed in again and you're going to lose connectivity there so it, it just all depends if you want to if you want to try it it's up to you um, but i would i would stick with a with a cobra branded accessory just go with cobra all, uh, uh, definitely to begin definitely with. yeah Okay. problem he's going to have is it sounds like he needs a motorcycle headset and they, there aren't too many of those available for cobra yeah radios mm-hmm. but yeah we we don't advertise that motorola talk about accessories will work with the cobra radio just because you run into that issue i see our last question here uh is uh from jrd bid or bld jrd-bld I guess that's what it is. He's looking for a two-way handheld radio that doesn't make noise. He says, I'm using a handheld radio, AudioVox FR1438, but it's on its way out. I can't find one like it, and I need a radio that when I press the talk button, it doesn't make any noise. I'm hunting, and any noise in the woods isn't good. Does anyone know what two-way radio I can buy? And that's from JRD. Well, the uh, Midland GXT-1000 has a silent mode built in, which lets you easily turn on and off all those extra beeps and things along those lines. But uh, I believe most radios give you the ability to turn on and off individual beeps. Like um, the beep after you transmit is called a Roger beep. And that's a setting in, in pretty much every radio we sell where you can go into the menu and turn off the Roger beep and then all you'll get is um, what's actually being transmitted. Hmm. Okay, great. Well, send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Today's show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com. 
Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios.com can help you find the best solution for your needs. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. That's our show for today. Thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.